0: On today's Smart 7, calls for a ceasefire in Gaza escalates, sweller controversy intensifies, it's Tuesday 7th of November, it's Hug a Bear Day and happy birthday, Lord. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. The death toll in Gaza has now exceeded 10,000 people, of which over 4,100 were children. That's according to figures from the Hamas-controlled Gaza Ministry of Health on Monday. UN General Secretary Antonio Guterres said that no one is safe in Gaza, as he again called for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire, describing the situation as a crisis of humanity. The Israel Defence Force troops have fully encircled Gaza City and reported another senior Hamas commander killed on Sunday night. Meanwhile, 88 UN aid workers have been killed along with over 100. 150 healthcare workers, and the World Health Organization says Israel has struck over 100 health facilities so far. Senior advisor to the Israeli Prime Minister and former ambassador to the UK, Mark Regev, says there is no deliberate targeting. Obviously, Israel does not attack civilian targets and definitely not humanitarian targets. I I don't know what these statistics are based on. I apologize. I can only tell you that we don't target humanitarian sites, while Hamas has a deliberate policy of embedding itself in hospitals. US Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, continued his diplomatic mission with leaders in the region, travelling to Turkey on Monday for meetings with the Turkish Foreign Secretary. He says that the diplomatic process takes time. We've uh, engaged the Israelis on steps that they can take to minimise civilian casualties. We're working very aggressively on getting more humanitarian assistance into Gaza and we have very concrete ways of doing that. First, Suella Braverman wanted to stop the small boats. Now she's focused on small tents. The one woman controversy machine kicked things off again over the weekend as she described homeless people who live in tents on the street as making a lifestyle choice. She wants to introduce a civil offence, which would see charities fined for providing tents to homeless people, a move which has been criticised by both Labour and the Liberal Democrats. Labour's deputy leader Angela Rayner says it's another example of failed Tory policies, but PM Rishi Sunak was being very careful to avoid criticising the Home Secretary when the press caught up with him on Monday. I don't want anyone to sleep rough on our streets. That's why the government is investing £2 billion over the next few years to tackle homelessness and rough sleeping. I'm pleased that the number of people sleeping rough is down by a third uh, since a peak, but of course there's more to do. The big question is whether Suella's new plan will make it into the King's speech on Tuesday when the government's new legislative agenda is laid out. Lord Byrd, who founded Homeless Charity, the big issue, says it's an attack on the good work that charities do and the government needs to do more, not less. It is a human- rights abuse to allow people to live and die on our streets. If you live on the streets, you have a 10 to 15 years shorter lifespan, even up to 20 years. I am an ex-rough sleeper and the months that I was, it didn't do my mental well-being anything. (laughs) Just Stop Oil activists were at it again on Monday, smashing the safety glass on the Rokeby Venus painting at the National Gallery. Two activists were arrested on suspicion of criminal damage. Their latest protest came as the UK government announced a new annual system to award oil and gas licenses. The details will be included in the King's speech. The intention is to award licenses annually, with the intention that new projects would meet net zero criteria and improve the security of energy supply. Labour's shadow leader of the House of Commons Lucy Powell says the whole proposal is basically pointless. It's going to do nothing to reduce people's bills and it's going to do nothing to create energy independence uh, in this country and Labour's got, we've got a really clear plan about how we are going to reduce bills and about how we are going to bring in energy independence. Former U.S. President Donald Trump took his place in the witness box on Monday as he testified in his New York civil fraud trial. He's accused of inflating the value of his assets, if you know what I mean, and the judge in the case has already found him guilty. The current trial is to assess the level of damages and sanctions he will face. He was a difficult witness, with the judge frequently interrupting him and urging him to stop making speeches and just answer the questions as asked. And with Trump under strict instructions not to talk about the case, his lawyer Alina Haber had a good old rant outside the court instead. But I was told to sit down today, I was yelled at and I've had a judge who was unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear, I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. Still to come on the Smart Seven. Barbara wants a word, and Spurs get a shot from their old boss. Right after this. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods. All at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? There was one Premier League game on Monday night which saw unbeaten Spurs face a Chelsea side who've struggled at the start of this season. Chelsea are now managed by Mauricio Pochettino, a former Spurs boss, so it was an emotional return for him and a chaotic game that saw Tottenham reduced to nine men by the end. Chelsea capitalised on that with a late hat-trick for Nicholas Jackson that saw Pochettino's men pick up all three points. He was pleased to get a big win for his new club. Uh, and I think it was very emotional, but on the end, it's, it's like another victory, you know. Uh, for me, the most important is the three points for us, and, and it's Tottenham, but it's not, that, it's not special or sweet because of that. We've all had the experience in the local coffee shop, right? Where the barista by accident or design completely mangles your name. Latte for James, cappuccino for Jason. But there's one person in this world who won't stand for that kind of thing. And she is living legend Barbara Streisand. She's been doing the interview rounds for her new book, My Name is Barbara. And she told the BBC about how annoyed she got when Siri mispronounced her surname. I figured I'd better call Apple. I mean, the head of Apple, you know, Tim Cook. And he had Siri change the pronunciation of my name to be correct. I mean, is that, that's one perk of fame. Yes. You know? (laughs) Everyone loves a good heist movie, right? There's a brand new one on the way called Lift, and it's from Fast and Furious director Gary Gray and stars Kevin Hart as a criminal mastermind, along with his gang of thieves. They fall foul of the law and have to take on one crazy job to clear their records. That job? Steal half a billion dollars from a moving plane. It looks like fun and it hits Netflix on January 12th. Half a billion in gold is on his way to a terrorist cell. And the gold needs to disappear. What's your plan? <laughs> we got to steal it mid-flight. 40,000 feet in the year. We're taking the plane, the whole plane? It's kind of hard to take half of it. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.